1: So you're the one the
0: you know o, you can't just say bizarre you never get a moment to show me. something fun on your guitar something with the name
2: hello welcome to the Ingenuity show I'm mr. Pold I' am saying Jimmy, Jimmy. Why would you do
3: that? I don't know! What's wrong with you? You're sick! <laughs> it's the Entropist. <laughs> Welcome I've to our show hurt. about technology, news, media, and culture. And crosstalk. Not in that order. <laughs> crosstalk. Our fake sponsor this week is Elmer Fah, the new Vietnamese noodle-based adhesive for catching wascally wabbits. Uh, I love I, I, my Vietnamese. I was going to try to do it in, the, in the Fud voice. <laughs> uh, I actually watched an Elmer Fudd cartoon recently, like really? last weekend. I was at my in-laws and I was trying to watch The Last Airbender on their TV, but whenever I watch Netflix there, it always ends up the app just crashes. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at the other apps they have on their Roku TV and one was just like cartoons. So I turned it on and it was there's some Bugs Bunny stuff. Wow. It was like a medley. So it played some different ones It played like a more modern Bugs Bunny and it was Mm. horrible. Interesting. And then it played. Tom and Jerry, which was pretty good. And then it played an old. Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, and it was much better than the oh, newer a fog, one. Big Horn. What? No, but I did see an episode of Scooby Doo on there.
4: Scooby Doo, where like scooby you? Just kidding. <laughs> you don't like Scooby Doo?
3: <laughs> well, we made it back from our vacation.
2: You had a vacation? All of us, dearly. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I had to try twice. You had a vacation since our last vacation? Oh, wait, no, you did the podcast from vacation. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Okay, now I'm not confused anymore. As if. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you made it home safely from your vacation.
1: Yep.
3: Nope. Nope. What happened? He's still there. Oh.
1: We had car issues. Oh, no. Like, Sunday, we left. Did you blow and an engine? 30 miles outside of um, where our parents live and blew a tire. Oh. Which, we had the truck packed full, or the car packed full of all the stuff that my wife wasn't taking with her on a road trip. It was packed to the gills, and we had to unpack it all onto the side of the freeway. Oh. As I mentioned it was 100 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. You uh, haven't yet. It was. And then I found out that the spare tire in the car, you can't lift the back end of it up and then out. You have to lift the front end of it up. Oh, forward weird. a little bit up and out, which meant I had to unload even more stuff out of the car. Uh. <laughs> and then all I had was the tire iron and the tire jack. And at first we got out and we couldn't get the jack underneath the car because it was so close to the edge of the asphalt. Mm-hmm. So I actually had to roll it forward a little bit to get closer to the freeway mm. so that we could get back on the asphalt so we could jack it up. And Then it was difficult to jack up because the car was still heavy because it still had some stuff in it. Um, yeah. So we put the spare tire on, which was one of those fun donut ones.
4: Oh. <laughs> we turned
1: around and drove 55 miles an hour all the way home. Was all it jelly back. filled? And then on the internet we found out there was no tire shops open on Sunday. Oh no. So we had to stay one more night, so we got more d and d in at least. oh, Ooh. there you go. We got Waltons for dinner good um, so we came back Monday after going to the tire store at seven thirty. Mm. Um, luckily, it didn't I thought it might have damaged the rim, but it was just superficial. Mm. So we got a new tire and on the way, and then we were just past Pendleton, and the car started making this horrible noise on that side. Oh car. no, so we limped off the next exit and pulled into the parking lot of. Like a gas station slash McDonald's slash Cinnabon slash Subway,
4: mm.
1: and uh, the usual. Got out. The tire well liner on the driver's front side was hanging out of the car, like two and a half feet of it. Whoa! Uh-huh. That was was, was rubbing on the wheel and stuff of the tire. So, like, luckily, I had my tools that I got out of the truck to bring home with me got my uh-huh. 10 millimeter out and undid three bolts that were holding it on and ripped it out and just threw it in the back of the car. And then it was fine.
3: <laughs> Jeez.
1: But yeah, I was like, what else? I didn't want to say out loud, what else could go wrong on this trip? Yeah. <laughs> but that was exciting.
3: Sounds like it. Yeah. We well, drove home Sunday and we always, when we get to Pendleton, start looking at the routes to see, How what the time difference is going to be if we go (laughs) through Kennewick versus stay in Oregon. Right. And if it's like half an hour difference or less, because usually it's faster to go north, but we don't like that road as well, and it gets really congested, especially on Sundays headed that direction in the summer. Right. So, the closer we get to the junction, the closer the two times are getting. It's like, okay, this is close enough that I will stay in Oregon <laughs> and <laughs> go all the way to Portland. So, we went through Portland. It was a very pleasant drive.
1: Yeah, nice. Google suggested we skip the interchange between the highway and I-5. So, it had us take the exit right before that interchange. And then take this back road onto Old Highway 99 or something. Hmm. Wow! Pop us back in past that, and it said it saved us half an hour. Because so you to go
3: five.
1: Right, it popped us out just after five, I think.
3: Huh.
1: Well, then it gives another suggestion. We took that one, and that one actually cost us ten minutes, I
3: think. Oh, yeah, um, we ended up going all the way over through Shelton.
1: Did that take over
2: that new overpass that they put in, DVD?
1: Um, I don't know.
2: Okay, because I, I, when you're, you're talking about going through over Tiger Mountain, and then when you get close to the I-5 interchange? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've taken an alternate route there that took me over this new overpass that they put in yeah. that spit me out after five. So I was just wondering if that was the go. same.
1: It was weird because it was through the city. Highway 99, and they had the right lane. There's like three lanes across, and the right lane was an HOV lane. That oh, said right turn. So if you need to turn right, you can pull in that lane and turn. It was really strange. Oh. It was like, it's odd. They yeah. have that
2: up in the town north of us, too. Oh, that's up true. Up in the Viking-themed town.
1: Yeah. Oh, right, right.
2: So do you guys want to hear about my vacation?
3: Not really. Oh. Just kidding. We do. <laughs>
2: Because we haven't heard from you since two weeks ago. I know, because I wasn't in the show last week.
3: Yeah, that was rude of you to just sit there silently while glaring at us <laughs> while we recorded.
2: I was, Let's see, what was I doing? I can't remember what I was doing instead. Of I think the that show. was
3: Saturday.
2: You guys recorded Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was... Kind of late too, right?
3: uh, it was still light out.
2: Saturday I was at the beach, probably. Um, anyway... So we you talked we talked about uh, going to our sister's wedding, right? A bit. Yep. Yep. And that was fun. Yeah. Um, oh, the, there is a little bit of fact checking that we need to do though about uh, Uh-oh. incidents that happened at the wedding or oh, shortly boy.
3: thereafter. Oh, is this the water fight?
2: <laughs> so it's not correct to say that without warning I threw water on Mrs. T. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had an interaction at the table,
4: <laughs> and oh, yeah,
2: I, I basically, you know, motioned to the you know the bucket full of water and ice. I'm like, hey, you know, you threw water uh, on me, and she's like,
1: I was none of us were involved with that part. And she I know, know she's like, that.
2: she's like, do it. It would be you know, it's hot out here anyway. So I'm like. Okay, and then I poured it over her and I said, "Congratulations, you just won the Super Bowl." <laughs> <laughs> she like she
1: enjoyed it. She was having a good time.
2: Yeah, I could um, tell that she wasn't angry about it. So <laughs> no, no, but no. I I know because she got up to give me a hug, and give me wet. I
1: was like, "Which felt good."
2: Well, I know a lot okay. of people were shocked cuz they didn't under they didn't
3: know that <laughs> they what understand was happening. and yeah.
2: before that, it was just like,
3: "Whoa." <laughs> well, you looked really angry. Did I? Oh, I wasn't there, so Oh. <laughs> I didn't I was there, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was well, it was uh during the song. No I, oh,
2: no, I didn't do that during the song. I was, was <laughs> I was the controlling
3: the music for the song. Oh that's right, you were hiding behind a tree. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> Trying not to get started to... at you probably. <laughs>
2: no, I, I didn't want to be any in any pictures. Because I, oh, so she put me in charge of the music for the wedding slash reception, which yeah. was kind of funny. Because when we were talking about the music for the wedding earlier in the day, she said that they had joked about using "Baby Got Back" from Sir Mix-a-Lot for when mm-hmm. he walks up the aisle, and. So I said, oh, well, I've got this version of the song done by John from Colton that isn't as obvious what it is. And she was like, yeah, do that. I'm like, are you serious? Do you really want me to do that? Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm like, OK. <laughs> so I got it queued up. And it was funny because Justin didn't realize what song it was. Most
1: people realized what was happening. Some of those of yeah. us that heard you talking. But
2: his friend that was walking up the aisle with him totally knew what it was and was okay. laughing as he went up the aisle. <laughs> nice yeah because she asked him later you know if he knew what song it was like man, nah, i don't know what it was you know was a paying attention
3: <laughs> so that was fun yeah it's that done in fun. like a lounge version yeah <laughs> i like big butts and i cannot lie you <laughs> are the brothers can't deny yeah it's like it's,
2: that sounds very innocuous unless you listen to the lyrics but um so, my wife and I also went to our nephew's wedding.
3: Oh, you should have! You should tell them that when our sister came out, you played the Vader theme, <laughs> Imperial Death March.
2: Uh, <laughs> I actually didn't, but oh. that would have been funny.
3: That would have been <laughs> funny.
2: Um, yeah, Sorry, so so that weekend um, we celebrated my birthday by going to Lava Hot Springs in Idaho. Oh. Mm so then saturday we drove out there and we actually stayed at our aunt's house that cool lives on a ranch out there like close by there and uh when we got out there we were trying to follow the gps to her house and uh (laughs) it took us on the this dirt road which i'm like okay i'm expecting a dirt road to get to her house and then pretty soon the dirt road got worse and worse (laughs) And I'm just in my car.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: So I'm like, if it's the truck, I'd be like, ah, no problem. But in the car, I'm like, ah, this is a little iffy. And then I got to a point where there was a gate and it said, no motorized vehicles beyond this point. (laughs) So then I had to back up probably like 100 feet on this very rutted dirt road
4: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) before I could turn around. And uh, we figured out a different route to take. And when we got there, our cousin Aubrey was there and she's like, Yeah, I need to I have to go into Google maps constantly and mark that road as not passable because the maps always want to take people that way. <laughs> <laughs> but um we had dinner in the town of Lava Hot Springs. And so those who aren't familiar, it's just this little tiny town. Surrounded by lava. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's bigger than infinity? There's no. The floor is lava. Yeah, is it bigger there's bigger than no stoplights. Um, It's just this really tiny town, but it's got a bunch of restaurants and um, inner tube rental places.
4: <laughs>
2: and when we got there, the city, or the city is not even a city, the town was just completely stuffed, packed full of people in swimming attire. and so we had pizza at this place that was pretty good and then uh, we went back the next day to do our water sports that we had lined up so the first thing we did did was they have these hot um, springs there and they've got different temperatures in each pool i think the hottest one was 112
1: so the outside temperature
2: the outside temperature at that time was 70 because we went first thing in the morning.
3: Oh, nice.
2: And so it was nice to go when it was not hot outside already, but the, yeah, the 112 pool, I could only be in it for a couple minutes. I'm like, ah, I need to go uh, a little cooler one. (laughs) Most of them were about one Oh five. So, but that was fun. And then we, they have this big, uh, Olympic-sized pool, I guess you would call it. But it's got a bunch of water slides and diving platforms and stuff. Yeah. And so we just chilled in the pool. And a lot of us spent watching people climb up to the different height platforms and jump off into the pool. And some of them were doing flips and stuff. So that was kind of fun. Cool. Um, and then the most dangerous part of the trip... <laughs> We decided to raft the little river that runs through there. And the way the way it works is you pay by the hour and the hour includes the tube rental and the shuttle. So the little river isn't super long. So the idea is you float down the river, take the shuttle to the top and just do that over and over again until you run out of time. And uh, it's definitely was definitely rougher than the Boise River. (laughs) (laughs) For one thing, it was narrower, and there's some artificial walls on some parts of it that sped the water up even more. Oh, And because this town is lava-themed, you've got all kinds of um, volcanic rocks on the bottom of the river. Oh, fun. And they are all uneven, and most of them are about a foot below the surface. (laughs) So anyway, we went on our first trip down. And one of the things that I don't know if they're locals or just other, you know, troublemakers, but people like to spray you with water as you go by or splash you or (laughs) which was fine because it was hot by that time. And it was very refreshing. Mm
4: -hmm. But
2: anyway, we get going and there's this one spot that has a probably like a two or three foot drop. And both Little Pold and myself um, independently fell off our tubes in that spot. <laughs> <laughs> and Little Pold actually got run over by a tube behind her. <laughs> oh, no. But none But neither of us got injured. We were all good. Um, we are just like, okay, next time we steer clear of that side of the river on that part. And so we went and did it again. And we both made it past that part but then about 20 yards past that was another treacherous section that we missed the first time because we'd spent so long trying to get back on the tubes. (laughs) (laughs) And so this time when I fell off, I scraped my right leg from the knee down across this super volcanic, sharp, rough rock and came up bloodied. (laughs) And uh, my wife saw it happen, and she's like, oh, do we just need to get out? I'm like, no, let's just go to the end. We'll, we'll, we just got to keep
3: going. It's just a flesh wound.
2: Yeah, so I finished it off, and we got out, and then we're waiting, and we're waiting. <laughs> and it's like, um, where's Little Pold? <laughs>
4: Uh-oh.
2: Waiting, like, oh, crap. So I ran up a trail that went along the river to see if I could find Little pulled, and I finally see her, and I'm like, "Hey, are you okay?" And they're like, "I hurt my toe." I'm like, "All right, we'll see you at the end." And so, by the time she got there, um, she couldn't put any weight on her foot at all. So I had to help her up the stairs to the, um, the bottom of the hill that went up to where you, you know, met up put the shuttle. And so we sent my wife on the shuttle with the three tubes to go turn them in. <laughs> and then she came back in the car and I just had her drive on the grass yeah. to come get us because there was no way we we're going to be able to make it over there with uh, being able to put weight on her foot. Yeah. And I was kind of worried that the people all gathered there waiting for the shuttle were going to like judge us for oh they're driving on the grass and they're not supposed to type thing you know
4: mm-hmm.
2: but it was the exact opposite somebody immediately came over and said oh do you need help you know how can I help and so he he helped me get her into the car and then we drove forty minutes to the next closest urgent care <laughs> yeah. and they x-rayed it and it was broken. Oh no toe was broken. It was one of those spiral fractures.
1: Oh, so was it wasn't totally broken? Just
2: spirally broken. Well, spiral fracture is still a fracture. It's, <laughs> it's still broken.
1: Totally broken.
2: Uh, I get get you.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, anyway, so we, instead of the plans we had that evening, we spent it at the urgent care and went to Sonic drive-through for dinner, <laughs> <laughs> where we met the. The dumbest fast food workers I think I've ever met.
4: Whoa. I think the
2: the combined IQ of everyone in the store was probably 40.
3: Wow. (laughs) That's impressive. Well,
2: for one thing. it didn't burn down. I know. But it's just, yeah, it was very strange. (laughs) Like, it took forever to get the order out because they were just so confused by everything we were ordering. (laughs) And then... You we want get up there. Some
3: kind of ham burger? <laughs> I don't have
1: ham. Yeah, you want we get two up, Number ones? So you want number 11. Is that, or is that a two?
3: <laughs> are, are we talking Roman numerals here? Because, yeah. So we, we get up to, the,
1: 21.
2: we get up and they hand us our food and we're like, oh, there is a chocolate shake with that. And she's like, oh, well, we're out of chocolate. <laughs> it's like, what?
3: <laughs> okay,
2: well. Kind of
3: shake. <laughs> just you can't charge what, us
2: and then just. What do you not- have? You know, and they're like, oh well, we have uh, vanilla or strawberry, and then oh oh hey, th- there's a small chocolate shape shake here that we made for somebody. Would would you want a small chocolate shake? We're like, uh, we ordered a small chocolate shake. They're like, oh well, take this one. <laughs> We're like, what? It was probably for <laughs> us anyways. I think that was probably part of our order anyway. Uh, okay, you guys are yeah, it was weird. But maybe that's
1: a bit they do to keep themselves entertained.
2: <laughs> I don't know, but it was crazy. Cause usually at Sonic you can pull up to the outside thing and order, but we pulled up there, you know, we looked at what we wanted, we pushed the order button, and they're like, oh, we we don't have enough people to send out there. You need to come through the drive-thru. <laughs> like, okay. Anyway. So that was an exciting trip.
3: <laughs> Sounds like it.
2: <laughs> and then we had a uh, uh, Airbnb down in Utah when we went down for the our nephew's wedding. Mm-hmm. And stayed there with our parents and one of the nephews. And, uh. So that was pretty fun. Um, Little pulled got lent some crutches. <laughs> and so they were trying to get around on crutches, which obviously they had no experience with. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. Luckily, she learned how to walk on the, the boot that they gave her okay. um, without too much pain. But it took a couple days to figure that out. But it was fun hanging out with Donnie and um, Rachel and all of them, and so that was cool. And then we took the long way home through Oregon. Mm-hmm. And first, we stopped at Crater Lake.
3: Oh, I haven't been there since we were kids.
2: Yeah, you guys went there without me when you were kids.
3: Oh, <laughs> this was my first time. Reporting. You know, with us. Oh. No, No, that was the one where we were only with you the first four days. Okay, yeah, that was fun. We did overlanding
1: near there. Yeah, it
2: was pretty cool. I had never been there before, and uh, we did a couple hikes to some waterfalls and stuff, and we didn't hike down to the water, but it was pretty hot out there, too.
3: Did you try to cook spaghetti?
2: We did not try to cook spaghetti. (laughs) We ate at the little um, restaurant, (laughs) not really restaurant, food place they had. Yeah, I remember stopping there. um, From there, we went to, well, we stayed the night in Eugene because, you know, there wasn't anything available around Crater Lake. (laughs) And stuff that was probably been too expensive. And then the next day, we went to the Tillamook
1: Creamery. Oh, oh yeah, is, yeah, that's awesome.
2: Has a little a self-guided tour of the cheese factory where they make Tillamook cheese. So that was kind of I'm interesting. camped
1: there, too. You camped in the factory? No, in Tillamook, oh. there's, there was a campground to camped at once. And then <laughs> oh, okay. ice cream on the way home. At the
2: yeah, so we got samples of cheese, but we did not wait in the huge long line that wrapped around the outside of the building to get the ice cream. So oh. <laughs> apparently really it's super good. busy
1: on weekends. <laughs> I also kind of I was fishing with my father-in-law in Tullamook Bay once also. And oh, the only yeah. fish I caught was smaller than my bait. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that's where I got the his SUV stuck. With the boat trailer attached and we had to Oops. get a tow truck.
3: Oh, no. we parked
1: on the side of a soft shoulder. Oh. And he sent me to get the truck, and I started pulling forward and just started sliding.
3: Oh no. Ended
1: uh. up sideways kind of in the ditch.
2: <laughs> yeah. So after that, we went to Cannon Beach mm-hmm. and spent about an hour on out on the beach. That was pretty fun. Um we stayed at stayed the night in a town near Astoria. And then the next day, we went to the Astoria Column. Oh yeah, which is this tall tower on a hill that is supposed to have really awesome views of the Columbia River and the <laughs> surrounding mm-hmm. area. Unfortunately, the morning that we went, there was this huge fog bank
4: oh, over no. the whole
2: city, and so we can not see
1: anything. We did climb to the top. It's like that's just a draw your own landscape picture. <laughs> we Just print it out. And yeah. we just- well,
2: it so up. I was a little I was a little miffed at the parking attendant because it's like $5 to park up there.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when we pull up there and can see that it's so foggy we can barely see the column. <laughs> it's like uh, maybe we don't want to do this. He's like, oh, it's going to clear up any time you can tell. I can totally tell it's going to clear up soon. Mm-hmm. I'm like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well we'd plan Play to come here anyway so
1: fire.
2: yeah so it never does he work
1: there he's just taking money
2: uh-uh. <laughs> well i guess it's like a yearly parking pass for five dollars so yes yeah, so
3: you can go back
2: yeah so we're probably gonna go back sometime but it's yeah you get you get all the way to the top and because of the the fog cover it's just like completely white all the way around you and it's very <laughs> odd looking um <laughs> Could barely see the ground because of the fog, too. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Um, I had to think be...
1: about the mist while you're up there
2: a <laughs> <laughs> little bit, <laughs> but so I had to be careful going up because it's got a spiral staircase in the middle, yeah. And I'm very prone to dizziness, mm-hmm. and so I was having to stop often just to make sure I didn't get too dizzy. Um, there are other people stopping because they were afraid of heights mm-hmm. and it was kicking off their ear. But on the They're way down yeah, on the way down, I figured out the best way to not get dizzy. Is I just face yeah, I just faced one wall and then walked backwards for part of the stairs and then forward for the other part. And oh, going down that way, I was did not get dizzy. <laughs> Because I was facing the same direction the whole time.
4: Yep, and so then we drove home.
2: So was fun. It was
3: pretty fun.
4: It was tough
3: to get come back to work after yeah, all. Yeah, I like that drive from Astoria.
2: So it's kind of funny when we were we stayed at an Airbnb, probably about thirty miles away um, mm-hmm. for Shayla's wedding. And on the day that the morning that we were packing up to leave and head to Idaho. Well, we I guess we were already in Idaho.
4: <laughs> and
2: then leave They go to Lava Hot Springs. Um, we had the trunk open and we're, you know, carrying things from the house out to the car. Well, this older gentleman happened to be walking by and uh I could tell he, you know, was the type that likes us to talk to people. And he's like You must not be from Oregon, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, well, actually, I am from Oregon. (laughs) That "That was a weird way to start the conversation. I think what he was trying to get at was he was from Oregon, and he thought it was dangerous to leave your trunk open for fifteen seconds at a time because someone might come up and steal stuff out of it.
3: What
1: if a murderer gets into it?
2: Oh yeah. oh yeah, I don't think they could fit because there's so much <laughs> stuff in there. But
3: you're like, this thing's more full <laughs> than normal. Just push harder.
2: But I don't know. I was, I was thinking I should tell him. You know, maybe you need some tips on uh, new approaches because that approach was pretty odd. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of been a running joke since then. On how do you approach strangers? You start by saying, "You must not be from Oregon." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, the mom told us about that story you just told because I came back. Oh, yeah. It was like I went to get water, fill up water before, or something. Yeah, and uh, I had two conversations with total strangers at the water filling thing. <laughs> and they were both normal and very pleasant. I was. Oh, she's like, "Oh, no, like, it must you, because you're in Oregon. Because if you're outside of Oregon, then people ask you if you're you must not be from Oregon."
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like well, I I thought about saying. It. I am from Oregon, and in my town, we just leave the keys in the ignition, you yeah, know, the car. <laughs> I thought
1: you were going to say, I am from Oregon, and I need your wallet, please. Yeah. <laughs> Get actually, in the trunk.
2: Funny you say that. I am from Oregon. Now give me all your money. take <laughs> uh, Yeah, so that was kind of an odd interaction. <laughs> I was happy to talk to the guy, but he needed work on his approach.
3: Like, people don't steal from drug dealers. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last guy that stole from me is... You should no Oh, just pronounce it wrong on purpose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Anyway. <laughs> so, on um, the banter where it says carjacking, was that because of my card story? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, We're gonna be I don't really want to bring confused. the show down or anything, but we talk about and banter our lives and
2: we do uh,
1: the mighty Chewbacca.
2: I always make up stuff in banter. <laughs> the
1: mighty Chewbacca on Monday is gonna be scouting ahead heaven for our family. Uh, oh. He's got an appointment for his uh, end of life. He's uh, not doing well, so we made the decision that that's the best way to go forward and. It's going to be tough, but he's ready, I think. And he's too stubborn to go on his own, so we need to help him. Mm. So our dog Chewbacca is going to be uh, moving on, which is weird because he's almost sixteen. We've had him since he was six weeks old.
2: Yeah, Um, that's. Are we going to have a wake?
3: He's been part of your family a long time. Well, condolences. That's yeah. We did that twelve and a half years ago with our dog she was oh she was probably 14 or 15 and had cancer tumors all over her body and we were fixing a move and it was like okay this is the best time to do this because she's not going to be happy moving to a different state yeah in the state she's in and and Chewbacca's
1: not happy to move at all right now. He just wants to lay in bed all day and barely looks at you when you walk in.
4: Mm-hmm. That's yeah, how I
1: feel.
3: Oh. Yeah, sometimes I feel that way too. Don't put me well, down. Your well, your appointment is on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh!
1: <laughs> so I'm going to see if I can get one of my boys to go with me.
4: hmm
1: And I figure it was a good time while my wife is out of town so she doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. She claims to not like the dog, but I think it's going to be rough on the entire family because he's been with us for a long time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it sucks, but I don't think we're going to get another dog, so that's our last one.
2: I'm waiting for realistic-looking robotic dogs. (laughs) Yeah, me too. That way, when you go on vacation, you just turn them off.
3: Or or shoulder-mounted miniguns.
2: Yeah. So, and then you can also program it that when you are away, that it will bark when anyone comes within ten feet of your house.
3: Mm, It's a good idea. Yep. Sentry mode.
2: Yeah, Sentry mode. That's when the little shoulder-mounted gun turrets pop up. Yeah,
1: missiles. (laughs) Magic (laughs) missiles. Someone's
2: here.'s someone prowling outside the house it goes you must not be from Oregon and then just
1: <laughs> 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 what does that mean?
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. it's such a crazy world things happen every day we'll keep you up to date Engine nerdy way when there's musk in space, a hospital conga line, a pool moose or chocolate snow will tell you every time. Random news, random news. All right, so this week we're gonna do some random news. All right, all right, so my story. Here's a story of a oh, crazy fella. Oh. oh, so there was a Florida man. I'm weird. <laughs> okay. So there is this guy named Corey Johnson. He's 29. I don't know if I should be outing him on the show, but
3: do you know,
1: old enough to know better
2: should be? On the, well, you know, so he was minding his own business and all of a sudden Joe Biden said into his mind, you need to steal a pickup truck.
4: Mm.
2: And so he's like, okay, if Joe Biden says it in my brain, I'm going to do it. So he went and stole an F-150 pickup truck. Okay. And then a few days later, this voice in his head, Joe Biden's voice, told him that he needed to go warn the local Space Force base. And so he drove the the stolen truck there, and he was really wanted to get through so he could warn him. That the U.S. aliens were fighting Chinese dragons in space.
1: I didn't even know that.
3: (laughs) Interesting.
2: So he was arrested for trying to get on board a military base. (laughs) I I want to know what a U.S. alien is.
3: (laughs) It's when you're in Canada.
1: Oh, okay. Now, see, there's different factions of aliens that have visited Earth, and these are the ones that have allied themselves with the United States.
3: Ah, gotcha.
2: And so they're they're fighting these giant dra- Chinese dragons in space, and so, of course, you'd want the Space well, they, Force to know about it.
1: They call them dragons, but those are the aliens that align themselves with China. So Ah, okay. They just look like dragons.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, all they do at the Space Force base was launch satellites, so it's... They don't have any space marines or anything that I know of.
1: Not yet. But, yeah. They don't need to because they have the aliens to do that for them. (laughs) The U.S. aliens. U.S. aliens. I'm proud to be a U.S. (laughs) alien.
2: Because I know space is free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so this poor guy was misdirected by Joe Biden speaking into his brain. That's
1: why you can't take your tinfoil hat off.
3: Thanks, Obama.
2: (laughs) That was his first mistake. He took the tinfoil hat off. Yep,
3: yep, that Uh, always leads to dire consequences.
2: He was trying out his saran wrap hat, and that just does not keep the (laughs) presidential voices out of your head at all. Well, at least it wasn't Trump speaking in his head. Can you imagine what he would have been told to do then? Eat fish cleaner? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh and that's my random news oh. so mine actually takes place in florida also <laughs> what mine, <doesn't. laughs> say uh, mine happened at disney world it's a theme park based around disney characters oh is that you know. what that is <laughs> in case people don't know i don't know uh so this guy he was uh He had applied for a security job there, but he felt like he wanted to demonstrate how security minded he is. So before he got the job, (laughs) he dressed as a Walt Disney employee with an, even with having a name tag and went into the park and he was carting off a $10,000 R2-D2 statue. And when he was confronted, he acted like he worked there and that he was just moving it to another spot in the park. Uh-huh. Well, they didn't believe him. So he was arrested. And then they eventually... He just said, I wasn't going to steal impounded. it. Oh. You know, he said, I was just trying to show the park how easy it would be for somebody to do something like this and that they need me on their security team <laughs> to prevent things like this happening.
2: So obviously he didn't get the job because they did a good job
3: preventing yeah, it. they, it didn't they did catch him. him. But uh, when they searched his house, they found thousands of dollars of stolen property in his house. So hmm. uh, his story didn't quite add up. <laughs> Yeah, but there you go—the lengths people go to to get a job.
2: (laughs) He just wanted the job so he could steal things.
3: Maybe.
1: Good segue. Speaking of lengths, um, the length of something (laughs) changed on a on a highway sign in New Mexico recently, Uh surprising drivers. And that was the length of the word Albuquerque because it was missing an R, and it was Albuquerque or. Q, Q, Q. Q Albuquerque? Which? Q, Q. It looks like Q, Q, like Q, like queuing up.
3: Q, 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 Q. Q. (laughs) So they misspelled the name of the city? They did. It is a long name. It is very long. Uh, Complicated.
1: And apparently it's just the second R to disappear because originally it had another R between the U and those Al Burr albuquerque hmm. oh. They named after a guy who that was his name. Spain's oh. Duke of Albuquerque. Oh, gotcha. And then they'd shorten it at some point,
3: dropped the <laughs> first R. So this is just continuing the habit of dropping Rs. I didn't know <laughs> Albuquerque was short for something. It's, yeah, it's short <laughs> for Albuquerque. Oh man! They should have just listened to the Weird Al song because he spells it in the song. Uh,
1: yeah, he spells it A L B U, Kirky. <laughs> <laughs> the fun part. The fun part is that on the same sign is an arrow pointing east towards Santa Rosa. I was oh, like, oh, well, that's Lord. what happened to the art. It got still and 1st
2: We've been to Santa Rosa.
1: Yeah, it just yeah. sucked it in, and they can't let the art go.
2: That was when the engine blew in the van when we were yep. moving me to Oregon.
1: And then mm-hmm. we had to, oh, that was how we had the trailer.
2: Yeah,
1: that was also. We found out that my girlfriend at the time, her, she'd been on a, a trip with. I don't know, I'm not sure who, maybe her choir group or something, but they broke down on the other
3: side of the freeway. Oh, really? Same yeah, place. They were headed back to Texas. I didn't even know that. And I
1: think that weekend, a plane had to land on the freeway near that, and yeah. a guy got struck by lightning on the dam and died. Wow. Same, in Santa Rosa.
3: So it should yeah, be called so,
1: Satan Rosa. Satan Rosa.
3: Strange <laughs> <laughs> stuff happens there. Well, if the R went away, it'd just be Oza. Santa Oza. <laughs> Satan Oza. Oza's an engine. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So the yeah, the funny thing at the time, we didn't know that people we knew had broken down on the Which, other side of the freeway. I
2: still didn't know till just now. until
3: dad was calling, looking for an engine the guy in Santa Rosa was trying to rip him off, yeah.
2: I remember, and the that. person
3: he called was like, Oh, yeah, I heard you were broke down. He's like, What? How did you hear that? And they're like, Oh, so and so was on the other side of the freeway, broke down, saw your van. It's like, <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, it's a just dis- it was a distinctive a distinct van. van, yeah, yeah red right with a tan stripe, right? Big stripe. Line. That was that was a
1: nice van. <laughs> And but yeah, nothing, the news. nothing funner being stuck in Santa Rosa for four days
3: or whatever it was. sounds like somebody's got consumption
2: i do um i'm gonna leave the one that we all watched for later
3: okay
2: i'll discuss it together um i watched the movie 355 i think it was called
3: i've seen that on the list
2: it's uh, about these half dozen different female agents from different countries that team up to yeah, try to push, stop a bad guy or something? That,
3: I think, once. Uh it was okay. <laughs> That's what I thought <laughs> when I just read the description and yeah. didn't watch it. That's yeah, how many
1: stars uh, it got out of 10 by three different um, reviewers.
3: The whole time you're three like, what three the three five heck
1: five does 355
2: five five even mean? And then you find out at the very end and it's just like, okay, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, uh, it, it wasn't horrible, but it, I wouldn't... You don't need to run out and watch it. I mean, it's fine to skip that one.
3: <laughs> okay. I was already planning to.
2: Um, One of the nights we were at Aunt Rhonda's house, she's like, um, what movie do you want to watch? You know, it's like, I'll let you pick, you know, because you probably know movies better than us. And so we watched Inception. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which probably Good confused one. the heck out of her. Yeah. <laughs> After it was over, her and uh, my nephew were like, oh, that was interesting.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think I followed all of that. <laughs> we watched that in Florida with mom and dad in the Airbnb. Oh, yeah? Airbnb.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> what you got to pay attention. and Yeah. It's not as confusing as I am. Figure Lisa. out. It's pretty close. <laughs> so. But I heard I am Lisa's rated higher. Mm-hmm. Um. Got a
2: good cast. <laughs> so I also watched Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, how's so that? The theater. I liked it. It was enjoyable. Okay. Um, it was, I think it was directed by Ta- Taika Waititi.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I like him. He was
2: also played a character in the movie.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: it's also yeah. two of the actresses in the movie. What's that? I think he's also dating one of the actresses, and oh, really? Another one is <laughs> at the same time. Ah, interesting.
2: Yeah, um, there's some silliness in it, which I didn't think detracted from it. Um, especially in the first part of the film. <laughs> um, but it's just you know plays up Thor's um, character, I guess. So you um,
1: considered it a film? Is that what you said?
2: A film, yes. It's, you know, hoity-toity. Yes. <laughs> no, but it was enjoyable. I liked it. Um, I would watch it again.
4: <laughs>
2: um, Let's see. I read a couple books. I finished Ready Player One.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Is that your first time?
2: I've seen the movie, and this was my first time reading the book.
1: Oh. Looks really
2: good. So yeah, the book was good. It was different than the movie, but that's fine. Can you the see why they works
1: hard to use some of the stuff they had in the book. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean all the song references. Yeah, I thought themselves. the
1: rose alone. I was like, there's no way they can make this movie But I was reading the book. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that was one thing about Thor: Love and Thunder. There were four Guns N' Roses songs in the movie, which I thought was awesome because. I mm-hmm. like the Guns N' Roses. So anyway, um, I've read another book called Off to Be the Wizard.
3: Oh, is that Scott Meyer?
2: Yeah, Scott Meyer, who's the oh. comic artist for BasicInstructions.net. Uh-huh.
3: Um, is that fucking good?
2: Yeah, it was really good. Oh, um, okay. It was a quick read, read, but it was basically this guy figures out that we're all living in a computer program and he is able to change the source code for reality in his favor. And through a series of events, he ends up in medieval England and passes himself off as a wizard. And it's pretty entertaining. Um, There's multiple books in the series. This is the first one. I think there's three or four. Um but yeah, it was good. I liked it. I I like Scott Meyers' humor and it shines through in this book. Okay. Well, so if you're a fan of basicinstructions.net, you would love this book. And you should go look at his webcomic cuz he started it up again.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's very entertaining. Um he was he was a stand-up comedian at one point, he also worked at Disney World for a while.
3: Did he try to um, steal R2-D2?
2: He did not. He mm-hmm. stole C-3PO. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh,
3: why would you do that?
2: But he's he's from central Washington.
1: Um, Those people are all funny over there. Yeah. Uh,
2: And then I, I finished watching the series The Terminal List with Chris Pratt.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It was pretty good. Chris Pratt pulled it off very well. I mean, he's come a long way from Andy Dwyer at Parks (laughs) and Rec.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it does. He's kind kind of got the trajectory of, uh, oh, what's his name, that was in Bosom Buddies. Oh, Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, where he's like a legitimate actor now after playing in a sitcom that's kind of the ridiculous character.
2: Yeah, in this one he plays a Navy SEAL, and I totally bought it. Yeah, he was really good at it.
1: Yeah. Um, had um, a bunch of Navy SEALs on set that were helping him. He's got a bunch of friends that are Navy SEALs. Oh, yeah. I think I heard about that.
2: <laughs> I'd forgotten about that when I was watching it, but yeah. Um, there's things kind of get a little dark <laughs> when we finished. We decided we better watch something light <laughs> afterwards because yeah. some of the heavy stuff happens. Um, I mean, heavy stuff happens early, but his, um, Trajectory is interesting, anyway. That's my consumption.
3: Cool. So, the one movie I watched that you guys didn't, <laughs> uh, it's Mama Mia. That's a correct musical. I thought it was Mama Mia, that's a little different. No, it was the dad is Mia.
1: I thought it was like that Are You My Mother's book, but about like <laughs> a movie. They turn it into live action. Full It kind movies. of is, but except
2: it's, a it's sequel. the dad
3: they don't know. Oh, oh. I thought
2: it was a sequel to Throw Mama from the Train.
3: Mm. And it turned yep. out of that movie forever. <laughs> Watch it. So oh, this good. movie features the music of ABBA. Uh-huh. Which was good. I like ABBA. So it's about this mother and daughter that live on this island in Greece and they run a hotel there that's kind of old and falling apart. And the daughter's marrying a guy there. Is he Swedish? Oh, excuse kidding. (laughs) No, but um, she has never known who her father was. She just knew that he wasn't around. And so she ends up finding her mom's diary from back when her mom got pregnant. And her mom around the time she would have been conceived, was with three different guys in sequence.
1: Mamma mia! Was one of them the guy she was engaged to?
3: No. okay. Okay. (laughs) He was either not born yet, or a very small child at the time. But, so, she, posing as her mother, sends wedding invites to each of these three men because she figures once they show up, she'll be able to tell which one was her dad. Was one of them
2: a
1: super trooper?
3: Uh, I don't (laughs) think so.
1: Turns out all three of them were her dad. It was like twins.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not quite, but um, (laughs) she doesn't, she can't figure it out right away, and so she's trying to figure out and she doesn't want her mom to know they're there because she thinks her mom will freak out. Her mom f- finds out they're there, but she doesn't want her. D- she doesn't know the daughter invited them. She can't figure out why they showed up the I day before the wedding. And she's worried that if her daughter finds out that she's going to freak out. So they're both trying to hide their presence from yeah, each place other. They always
1: tell the truth.
3: Yeah. Thanks for
1: boring movies, though, I
2: guess. Yeah. Did- Could you say it was her Waterloo? Oh,
3: just kidding. It was her Waterloo, yes. (laughs) It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. My daughter had been wanting to watch it with me for a while, so um, I was doing something in the living room, and she turned it on so that I would watch it. Uh, Uh, Yeah, it's good. Trapped you. Oh, just kidding.
2: Yep. All right, DVD, what's the show you watched that no one else what wasn't the one that we all watched.
1: <laughs> all watched um i've started an anime on netflix called vinland is that a mm-hmm. viking show yeah it's about vikings um there's a kid that uh his father's killed and um he basically joins up with the pirates that killed his father because he doesn't want them to get away and he wants to eventually get revenge on their leader so he's mm-hmm. they, i think when his dad dies and he ends up with them because he's with his dad when he dies he's like five or six years old i think six years old and he challenges the captain of the pirates to you know combat when he's a six-year-old and obviously gets destroyed he ends up being with them and becoming a very great fighter through until i think the episode we just watched he was 16. um (laughs) And almost had the guy beat because he keeps on challenging him. And the guy gives him, Well, okay, I'll accept your challenge if you bring me the general of the city or attack his head, or whatever. So it's quite interesting. It's got a lot of um, deep thought topics about revenge and how um talks a little bit about this guy that has a slave. And one of the th- like things they said was, or a guy commented, it's interesting that a guy that is a slave to money has purchased somebody with money that is considered a slave. So there's like some, I don't know, deep <laughs> thought topics in there more than just like a lot of cartoons that are out there, but it's good. I'm enjoying it. It's kind of a, was a slow burn at first, first couple episodes. I was like, it's going to get going. There's some <laughs> combat really early. And then it's like, they're in a peaceful village for a while. Like what's going to happen here? But it's turned out pretty good. I think we just finished episode 8 or 9, my son and I, because we're here by ourselves. Me and,
4: oh.
1: and my middle son are just chilling. And then I guess the elephant in the room, which is apropos of the name of the next movie.
4: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking elephants, around. Elephants are great.
3: <laughs>
2: oh yeah, we watched The Green man.
3: man. Yeah, we did. Not together, though. No.
2: What well, did? I watched it with Aunt Rhonda
3: and our cousin. <laughs> I watched it with MJ. I watched it with my middle son. Oh.
1: Did you guys like it?
3: Yeah. Um, I liked okay. it better than I thought I would, for have sure. You guys,
1: well, I liked it better than I thought I would, too. Did you guys, have you guys read the book? Yeah. I am reading
3: the book right now. Oh. With the first one?
2: Yeah.
1: It's good. Okay. So we
3: can ask you some questions. I was oh. worried... Because when I read the description and it listed, like, characters that are in it, I'm like, well, wait a minute. This (laughs) character wasn't in the first book. Right. It did a lot. And then all it talked about was, like, how he got into the CIA. And it was like, that doesn't match the books at all. So I was like, they're going to screw this thing up. (laughs) But it actually followed the first book way closer than I thought it was going to.
1: Yeah. Um, there's some scenes I really enjoyed, like when he goes to get his passport. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Except for yeah, how that's right out of the book.
1: I didn't appreciate how that ended, but
2: that's in the book or in the movie? In the movie.
1: Yeah. I felt like a lot of the movie, he's supposed to be this upper echelon spy guy, and then there's somebody that kept on taking his thunder away and making him look stupid.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but and don't I think her character's not supposed to be in the books for quite a while later. And they set up her background. if Because she had like a Russian accent, right?
3: Mm.
1: I was thinking it was another character that he meets up way later. Maybe.
3: maybe not. I I don't think it was supposed to be her. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, I was the like... The Lloyd well, character is
2: quite a bit different.
3: Because yeah.
1: they're finding characters from all over and bringing them on to this first one. I was like, are they expecting this not to do well and not to have a second?
3: <laughs> yeah, I wonder that. About certain certain things, including this one. Yeah, so
1: it was enjoyable. I mean, there's certain things I could pick apart about it, but it was a good like action flick.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I really liked Chris Evans' character.
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he was great. Uh, so yeah. it's it's about this guy called the Gray Man. That he's called that because he blends in anywhere. And he's an assassin for the CIA and he gets tasked with a job and then because of the way the job goes the CIA targets him and so he's trying to get away and they end up kidnapping a girl he knows to get to him and he has to end up trying to save her. Yeah. So I think what they did one of the reasons for the big changes is because you don't find out why the CIA is after him in the books until like book four or five. Uh, Oh, okay. And I don't think they could do that in this movie and get away with it for people that haven't read the books.
2: Yeah. Well, and then there's some things that work better in books than in movies and some things that work better in movies than books. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things with a lot of reasons the movies are different than the books in a lot of cases is the books are way more complicated, and it's hard yeah. to get that across in a movie that's two hours long.
1: You know, I almost felt mm-hmm. like they troped it a little bit too much in certain spots. I haven't even mm-hmm. point my finger at, but it, there are a couple spots I remember like I bristled a little bit, like oh, that's just movie cliche. But
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of that the cliche stuff is shorthand for things mm-hmm. you know.
1: And the, the parts I really liked were the parts where they matched up with the book really well. And I thought they were awesome.
2: Yeah, um, it's funny reading the book. I'm like, oh hey, this is what this was in the movie kind of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I but I read them all so long ago, now they're all kind of merged together. So I was watching, I was like, wait, is I wasn't even sure. I was like <laughs> uh, okay, these people are okay, more people are dying than they should at this point. So um, my
2: my problem is I watched The Grey Man. Three five five and the Terminal List all around the same time, and so I was trying to. It was starting to get muddy in my head. What was what? I'm like, wait, what happened in the grave No, wait, that was the other different. No, that was the show. Oh, oh yeah, it was. <laughs> but I, the book, it kind of might, it kind of reminds me of the Born books, the Robert Ludlum books oh. with Born in them. Just because I probably mostly because it's. Like, there's a lot of action taking place throughout Europe, you know? And
4: mm-hmm.
2: he's an assassin and people are trying to get him. But.
1: I really it's, enjoyed the scene where he's captured by the police and they're trying to get him. He's like handcuffed <laughs> to something. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd recommend it to people, especially if they haven't read the book. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. It's a good movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we enjoyed the movie. I watched it before I read the book, so.
1: Um, I remember I was watching a video where someone was critiquing it, and they—I need to probably comment on the message board because one of his comments he had was, "At a certain point, it seemed like someone traveled all the way across the world in like a really short period of time." Uh-huh. But I think he mixed the subtext where she was at a CIA building, but it wasn't in the United States; it was really uh-huh. close to where the actual was, which uh-huh. uh, could be really confusing if you didn't catch that text. Like, wait, how did she get from here to there while he right. was?
2: Doing this. It's probably you're looking for things to be critical of. And you miss small details like well, that. He,
1: the guy that was critiquing it hadn't read the book. I don't think he knew. The, oh. The, oh, okay. But, um, and if you missed that text, then, yeah, it would it would be a bl- blaring. Like, uh, disjointed Lincoln's part. But, yeah, it wasn't.
2: Okay. It was one of those. Uh, looks like an error, but it's not thing that you see in IMDB
1: I liked when they Mm -hmm. let him be the gray man you know in the action like the airplane part was awesome Mm -hmm. that
3: was a good one so that's on Netflix
1: I was most surprised that Gosling pulled off to me being the gray man I thought he was fine in it
3: yeah he might not have been the best choice out there that was think, thing. The, the
1: person that I saw reviewing it also was like, well, he didn't seem like he had any, like, I was like, that's because he's the gray man. He's not supposed to have ex- right. extra energy. Saw, like, like, yeah. like energy. No, no, he's supposed to be like subdued and not trying to draw attention to himself. Yeah, but You so, wouldn't yeah. think,
3: oh, this right. guy's an awesome assassin. If you don't understand
1: what the gray man term means, which they explain really well in the book, I think they did kind of a poor job in the movie, maybe describing
2: what, what a gray was? man
1: is. I don't know yeah anyway it was good
2: he's not a short little alien with big eyes
1: oh. I would probably put like <laughs> Jack Reacher Terminal List and then Gray Man That's how I'd rank them oh cool
0: The first thing that seems most obvious could it be that we are free? Could it be that we're large? Could it be that you're not in your home, but are in fact in ours? We all are bears. Our main goal is not to hurt you, but we
2: all, are all right, nerd cred. I've got some nerd cred. Um, this was a birthday gift from DVD, which I don't know if he meant it as a birthday gift, but it was.
1: Yeah, I figured you'd have fun with it. Um, I know you. So been, you told me once you didn't like people wishing you happy birthday on Facebook or something.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm 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 fine with people doing oh.
1: that. I don't
2: advertise my birthday on Facebook. Oh, okay. And a lot of times I'll make. Um, Ambiguous posts having to do with my birthday.
1: But I'm not sure about the etiquette. Are you supposed to post on their timeline, happy birthday, or can you just comment on somebody else's? So, yes, okay, happy.
2: so I, I do prefer when people comment on the first actual birthday wish post, you know? That, that makes a different the different posts. That yeah. way I'm not like filled up with all these different posts. I agree. But I, I made an effort to go and say thank you to everybody that wished me happy birthday. And then I got to DVD's birthday wish and I immediately recognized it as being in the Klingon language. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I spent time with a Klingon English um, dictionary online, like one of those translator apps online. Mm -hmm. And I quickly found out that there's no real word for thank you in Klingon because why would a Klingon say thank you to somebody, right? <laughs> and so I spent time kind of trying to come up with different ways that a Klingon might what a Klingon might say instead of thank you, like I and hope you die with honor, something like that. And so I'd plug it into the translator, and then it would give me a Klingon phrase. And then I take that Klingon phrase, plug it in, and reverse translate it. And a lot of times, it's like, okay, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> so i went did that several times to like i finally came up with a response that worked and it was basically um i obey because <laughs> you know the, he's actually ordering me to have a oh, birthday
3: yeah right it's
2: not wishing me a happy birthday it's telling me enjoy your birthday and i'm like oh i will obey Yeah, you know? <laughs> yes sir yeah that that's the kind of thing i was looking for is like a yes sir I'll, you know, I'll do what you're, t- what I'm told. You know, <laughs> I do the the same kind of thing. I did the same kind of thing when I was trying to leave a review for a Japanese restaurant when I was in Japan.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I would type out what I wanted to say, and then I'd run it through the translator forward and backward to see if it came out the same way that I intended it. Mm-hmm. And then fiddled with it till I got it to come back, you know, with the same meaning. Meaning. good way
3: so. to do that. Yeah. Avoids a uh- for on so, confusion. Right. So does it doesn't just say like donkey 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 donkey. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I mean I did put a lot of donkeys in my review, but <laughs> oh, well, they meant so. they were meant to be there. <laughs> uh all right, that's my
1: grid. So uh a friend of mine pointed out that I was gonna get well, I was gonna get a Lego set today. Because uh-huh. reasons. And uh <laughs> I was gonna go to Walmart to get it and he's like why do not you just, like, we check out the Lego store downtown? I, he's like the one that has games and stuff. I was like, Are you talking about the comic book store? I don't think they have Lego. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> we drove past it downtown and he's like, Yeah, that one right there. And I was like, Isn't that the comic book store? And I was like, No, that's, I've never seen that store in my life. There's a <laughs> called Brick Alley or Ally or something. And it's two doors <laughs> down or on the same building as the comic book store. Mm-hmm. Ah. So I went in there with my son and we uh, each bought a Lego <laughs> set.
3: Whoa. Um, Sorry,
1: okay,
3: dude? <laughs> I didn't have time to, pop, to mute. <laughs> so we went in there and they
1: have a good selection of um, a lot of the current Lego sets. They have a lot of old ones that are more expensive because they're like collectors. They have oh. beef figs all over the place. They had um, some cow ones that are actually kind of expensive because it must be rare. Huh. You have yeah. two of them. Uh, I was got all the Harry Potter figures that you could buy um mm. so i i bought a uh it's a red five helmet that you build that's a uh, displayable yeah I think it's like 900 pieces or something
2: The star wars thing right
1: yeah and uh then my son bought a uh mandalorian tax ship or something it comes with uh bo-katan and two other mandalorians um but as I was checking out, he's like, Oh, and do you have a, a punch card with us? I was like, No. So he kind of was like, For every $10 you spend, I fill in one of these circles, make it to 10, you get $5 off your next purchase. I was Ooh, like, That's nice. cool. Nice. I only have $30 left to spend uh, <laughs> for my $5 off. And he was telling us about Facebook. And right before we we're about to leave, he's like, And sometimes I get people to take uh, pictures of me or with me in my Lego suit you be interested in that? I was like, sure. <laughs> back comes out. He's got like a costume that is like a red Lego brick, like a two by four full uh-huh. size that he put on. And then I think I sent you guys pictures on uh, our text message.
2: Yeah,
1: so yeah. Took a picture maybe with him the, with my Lego set.
2: The, maybe we we can use it as the
1: episode
4: picture. He said,
1: "Yeah, bring that, print that out, and bring it back in. I'll put it up on the wall with these other ones he had." I was like. That's <laughs> cool. The guy was really friendly, and I was like, great like just to chat with. Huh. I was like, this is awesome. Thank you for having this store here. This is going to be great. Cool. Um, might make my pocketbook a little lighter occasionally, but... Um, <laughs> so, I appreciate it. He's like, so yeah, send up for our Facebook thing. We're going to have giveaways. We'll have um, events that we're going to do, and just put it on Facebook, and, like, we trended on Instagram for a little bit. Like, oh. <laughs> so... If you're in our town, check out, I'm not sure it's supposed to be Brick Alley, but it's spelled Brick-A-L-L-Y, so ally. Okay. <laughs> it's Brick Alley, that's fine. Brick ally is awesome.
2: Um, that kind of reminds me of some more nerd cred, if I can squeeze one in yeah, there before you get to your other one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Since you mentioned Star Wars. Um, so my for my birthday, my daughter, Danger Girl, gave me a gift that was a one frame from the original Star Wars movie, A New Hope. Oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, one of the little frames from the movie film in the, like a collecticle, collect, collecticle, ah,
4: game collectible.
2: collectible plaque and the picture. So when she ordered it, she had no idea which frame it would be, but it actually shows C three po and RTD two in the sand. Oh, that's cool. So it's pretty awesome. I've <laughs> put it up in my living room as a display item. She
1: called me and asked me or texted me or something and asked oh, me Oh yeah. What movie did you and my dad watch every day like when you were <laughs> kids? I was like, Oh, I know what that one is. I'll tell you. Yeah, Star
2: Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no. I hope they don't have blasters. All right, you can go on with yours.
1: <laughs> um, oh, so we played lots of D&D while we were at mom and dad's because Rachel loves D&D and her kids are all into it. And my and Shayla's kids were into it. In fact, I bought her youngest son, Jay, I bought him his own Legos or his own uh, dice set. Yeah. And his, own, his own Pentel P207. I flew one of those and Little Nettie goes to war. So, we thought <laughs> she might pick him up when we weren't there. So I warned her, thinking that maybe he might say, "Yeah, David gave me these, uh, these uh, dice and this pencil." And I wanted to make sure she knew that I had. That yeah, was I was
2: flying. I was gonna text her and say that I'm missing my dice and pencil. And Yeah. It's so I texted her. And I was <laughs> like,
1: uh, "Just so you know, I gave your son a set of his own dice and a Pentel P207." It's like that's awesome. <laughs> What's a Pentel P207? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a mechanical pencil. It's, it's a male screen. plane. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> so uh, that was part of that. But uh, so our other nephew had a tendency to, when he's playing D&D, likes to, I mean, rubs other players the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Kind of like my son, my youngest son used to do to people. Mm-hmm. Well, he's playing his own game, do his own thing. Um Right. One time I asked if he could attack one of the other party members. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, he split the party when I was running on Saturday night. And he was kind of upset because at one point they got a hold of an owlbear cub. Uh-huh. and He wanted it to be his pet. And he's like, well, my character's background says that he's looking, what he's doing is looking for a pet. I was like, well, if you have something like that that you want to be involved, tell your dungeon master. <laughs> so, I had him get this pet later. Um, He actually left the dungeon at one point, was talking to the centaur that led him to the dungeon that couldn't fit in the open to get in there with him. And the centaur gave him a pet, a pet beaver. Well, then he immediately goes and, like, off by himself exploring this dangerous dungeon, (laughs) falls in a pit trap, gets killed. (laughs) And after the game, he's like, Can I be a ghost? I was like, <laughs> I guess that would be interesting. Uh, I, it was Saturday night, and I, we were leaving Sunday morning. So I figured, well, I'm not going to have to deal with the repercussions of you this. Thought thing, you
2: thought you were leaving Sunday morning. Right.
1: <laughs> well, I did. We played again on Sunday.
2: Right.
1: And then he's like asking all these questions. Okay, so I'm a ghost. Can I do this? Can I do this? No one can see me, right? And they don't know I'm there. And uh, <laughs> what's fun was watching his face while the rest of the party were, was looting his dead body. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I told, oh, and you're tied. Ghosts are tied to the this plane by something. You're tied to this beaver. So if it dies, you're done. Uh, <laughs> so the players have the beaver. And they oh, and I got our niece. I had to like talk her into it. I was like, do you go exploring in this part of the cave right here? This particular part of the cave. She finally did. She <laughs> found an um, animated skeletal horse that she can ride. Oh, nice. I think i talked him into having their owlbear cub in the ribcage. Like, have that be where its home is in the ribcage of the horse. Anyway, I had lots of fun. <laughs> oh, and nice. I also killed my son. He had a, a goblin character that he played, and he was on watch at night and was killed by a wolf. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't figure wolves would be dangerous enough to kill somebody in a party, but. He was a goblin. They have really low health, uh-huh. and he got killed by. And he also got uh, his body looted. And <laughs> I was like, does he want to say a few words, like, to the players uh, over your dead companion? And then like one of them starts talking. He's like, wait, what was his name? And my son's like, you guys never asked. You don't get to know. <laughs> like, this unnamed goblin that was our friend is now dead. Mark made our <laughs> friend. <laughs> he him on fire oh man that's one way to keep him from being resurrected ever <laughs> the game.
2: and then you have him find some potion or something that could have resurrected <laughs> resurrection
1: <him>. potion <laughs> <laughs> well you guys Shoot. didn't have to burn him turned <laughs> out to be fair play with that son because he's the one that had me kill my own character at one point
2: oh
1: I thought my character was dead so we made new ones and then I found find the character and made my backstory so my new character was hunting the first one <laughs> and I find them alive two to I was Like, okay, well, I go and stab them to death with my my sword. <laughs> wow! So lots of D and D fun. If you haven't played D and D, trust me, it's a good time. If I played a lot over the week, over this past week, with a lot of young players, because I, I remember being young and not being included in adult stuff, and uh, I thought they and they all really enjoyed playing and being part of it, even though it's kind of annoying for older
4: players
1: (laughs) that want to actually try to do some good role-playing or planning or whatever. Young players don't really do that. There's a lot of crosstalk and it's difficult. But had lots of fun. Oh, and our next Grant showed up also Sunday night, so we got to see him again. Oh, nice. And have him play in our group. It was awesome.
3: All right. Well, for feedback, we got tweeted from Rob Hancock, one of our faithful listeners. He sent us a trailer for a movie that's coming out next year called Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Honor yeah. Among Thieves. So check it out. Thanks, but Rob. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. with Chris Prane. It looked pretty awesome. The Thanks for part. sending that. I had, That wasn't even on my radar, so it looks pretty cool.
1: Well, they didn't have yeah. radar back then. Oh. So <laughs> that has a lot of cool. Like if you watch it slowly, you can see a lot of things are really interested.
2: Oh well, I saw owlbear in there that looked cool.
3: Ooh. was it a druid? A, a druid old? owlbear? Well,
1: she was a. Oh horse. yeah, and then she transforms into owlbear, kills people, then jumps onto another horse, and then turns back into a druid. It yeah, cool. that's pretty cool. Um, there was a what do they call those gelatinous cube? Oh, yeah. Mm. There was a Uh, Deplacer Beast. A Mimic. There was a Mimic? The Mimic is awesome. You know (laughs) about Mimics, don't you?
2: I do know about those. I had an early introduction to those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's got Michelle Rodriguez. I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, I think I'll watch it despite her being in it.
1: (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. My wife
2: actually said, oh... She's in it. Are you going to still want to watch this? I'm like, yeah, it's fine.
1: <laughs> she plays a barbarian, it looks like. Okay, that fits. <laughs> um, yeah, Chris Pines, a bard, I believe. There's kind of a silly weapon that I saw in it. Okay, has a sword that shoots at the sword part, shoots off, and it's a dagger underneath. I'm like, what a horrible idea.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know like if having there was reach. a cloud of daggers, that would be
1: oh else. Oh. So uh, somebody in the group we played used Cloud of Daggers to a great effect. As soon as Cloud of Daggers, I was like, oh, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite spell. Yes, I
1: noticed. <laughs> it works really well if you use it, right? The yeah. Version. does a lot of damage.
3: All right, if you want to tell us how you use Cloud of Daggers, send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Show. Check out our website, com, where you can see a picture of DVD with the Lego guy and get a sweet Show t-shirt. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy.
1: Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends.
0: So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell Just be sure that I can stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore something multiplied by a three just be sure that i can tell it. just be
1: sure that i can tell it again i don't think geeks play sports
0: most guitars are made of trees with some metal for the strings and some frets and tunis
4: most guitars are made of trees, most guitars are made of trees,
0: people play them while they sing, some are dull and some just ring, most guitars are made of trees. Yes.